Hi, welcome to this episode of Killing It. I'm Daniela. I'm here with Keith. Hello. And we have so much to say about this week's episode of the challenge. First, should we get a should we get a lead-in song? Report back. <laughs> Report back. Please, <laughs> please let us know if, if you think that we should have a little. We jingle probably. At the I think. I think we need one. We're working on it. Um. So this week's episode was called Blood Brothers. Yeah. Um. And we had a great opening sequence of Abram uh, working out around the pool with doing the doing hand weights above his head with his shirt off. So now we get to see what um, it was. Know. It was like a it was just like a taste, like a slight taste of like how intense this episode was going to be. Yeah, it started off with a bang. That's very true. Yeah, this uh, is Abram's post his like glory days challenge body. Uh, yeah, also post his glory days like challenge normality. I yeah. think he's getting a little crazier as he gets older. Yeah, I probably should rewatch some old seasons to see just how, like, crazy, quote-unquote, he was. But um, he also seems a little with a mix of hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. which is kind of sad to see. Um, but yeah, he was working around on the pool with his shirt off. Um, you can see all of his tattoos. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the whole episode. I think they spend like most of the whole first half of it, like the first half hour is kind of about the, um, destruction of the, whatever alliance that started between, um, Kara and Thomas and now Abram, um, and Johnny and his cousin Vince trying to destroy it. I think like the, even in a greater sense, the whole episode, not just the first half an hour was about the destruction of like... Not just the alliance, but a lot of relationships. True. Not just Kara and Abrams, as we'll talk about later, but yeah. but Kara, Thomas, and Kara and Johnny. Yeah, so I think a lot of friendships were yeah. were no, broken on this episode. Essentially, no one's friends. <laughs> no one's friends anymore. Bananas is not friends with Nani anymore. Nope. Abram Nani's and Kara Maria probably aren't friends anymore. Our first post Nani Nani episode was real tough. I yeah. Know. Miss you, uh, Nani, already. It was funny because, like, um, Vince and Johnny were, like, conniving. Yeah, so Bananas sees himself up against the wall, so he's like, we need to stop that alliance because it's already based on a lie because no one's told Abram about the Cara Thomas, whatever it is. Yeah, and so Vince, like, says that Thomas and Steven are in a great position right now because, essentially, they have this, like, vital information that could destroy... Yeah. A lot of people. And it does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> so Vince is the one who co- who approaches Abram. Which was so yeah. weird. And even Abram says, he's like, um, he hasn't said one word to me this whole time. And Vince kind of like prefaced it as like, if it was happening to me, I'd want someone to do this. Yeah. Like, if it was my girlfriend, I'd want to know. Yeah. And I think Abram kind of saw through that a little bit, but also kind of was like this a little bit weird. shocked. I think like he said, like the weirdness of the situation made it so that, like, he couldn't not believe him. Yeah. Just because it was, like, random. Like, why Why is this dude that's never talked to me before, like, approaching me about all this stuff? Yeah. And, like, it's not just, like, a weird trying to manipulate me situation. He had a lot of details. Yeah, so he tells Abe and then... Um, Abe goes up to, um, some sort of conference that's happening between Thomas and Steven, Anissa and Cara Maria, and you see, it's like subtitle, he's like, oh, 
Vince told me you hooked up with Thomas or something. Yeah. Like, says something like, to her. He just, like, walks right up to the group and says, like, to Kara. Yeah. Also, Kara was wearing really crazy slippers and socks when this happened, which yeah. which immediately was just kind of, like, this absurd visual for an emotionally charged situation. Yeah. She she always delivers on really bad clothing choices. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And then Anissa says that um, she wants to stay completely out of it. Yeah, I don't um, blame her. Because it looked kind of crazy. And then, like, I think right when Abram and Carr are kind of talking to each other, Vince and... I know, it's not, I'm sorry. Thomas and Steven are like... They just, like, look at each other immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. it, was, it was really, really tense. It was really, really awkward. Yeah. And we could see that as viewers through the screen. So I can't even imagine yeah. how awful it must have been in your life. Yeah. Thomas and Steven get red face really easy. So you could see anytime throughout the episode when they were feeling weird, their oh, faces turned completely red. I just assumed that they were really sunburnt. I think it's just because they're nervous well, and like, yeah, Whoa. well, they do have good reason to be nervous yeah. because Abram is no walk in the park yeah. after. So after he approaches them and talks to them a little bit, and Kara's kind of like, oh, the, he's obviously, like, Johnny's obviously just trying to throw us under the bus. It's not true. da 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 And then, um, you know, they kind of, like, Abram kind of, like, accepts it and leaves, but then they... Well, Abram says, like, you know, Kara is somebody that I live with and trust completely, and, you know, she insists, like, nothing happened, and that this is just a tactical play. And so, of course, who is, if you're Abram, who are you going to believe? Yeah. I mean, obviously he, not Johnny's cousin. Obviously not John. John, excuse, at all. excuse me, excuse me, John. John, who just does not trust John. Um, but when when Kara and Abe kind of one on one chat after this kind of thing happens, um, he asks, he's she's like she's like I just wanted to say I love you, and he's like wait, are, and that's where the whole like yeah you say you love me da 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 da, and then Carmen says it was just massages and egg sandwiches. Yeah, which. I, what what sounds, kind of massage? Sounds terrible to me because I hate eggs. <laughs> you do. Uh, so, just in case anyone was wondering. I mean, I think that Kara probably waited until Thomas was not in front of Abram because there's a, there is a legitimate concern, as Abram jokes, that he might kill Thomas. Yeah. Or seriously, physically hurt him. Right. Thomas actually um, was like, he has this creepy smile, like, hey, man, I might kill you, or something like yeah. that, and it's like, it's very true. He's, he's yeah, I mean, he said, he said, yeah, because I'd kill you, when he walked out of the room right after <laughs> they pro- he, um, initially pressured him. Everyone's just nervous laughing, because yeah. they know it's true. It's, it's, like, it's <laughs> truly an awful situation for everyone in the house, because, like, you never know what... To me, it seems like you never know what kind of glance is even going to set Abram off in terms yeah. of this, like... This, this violent rant. Yeah. Um, so then, she, well, yeah, so she was like, I love you. It was just massages and egg sandwiches, which is disgusting. Yeah. And gross. then Abram says, whatever happened, obviously something weird was going on, but I'm not going to kill him. You're just going to vote for him to go into elimination. Yeah. And he says, I'm not telling you, I'm asking you. Which is weird. <laughs> it was weird because he wasn't asking her. He was, he was telling, telling her. her. Yeah, it was the whole, like, when you kind of, like, watch them, watch closely, like, how they're interacting with each other, it's very, like, uncomfortable. Oh, I mean, it was completely emblematic of a of an emotionally abusive relationship. Yeah. Abram strong-armed Kara into making a decision that she didn't want to make. Yeah. The way that she didn't want to make it. And, and Abram says stuff like, you should feel like a dick, like you feeling bad about this situation is insulting. 
and it's not it's it's just like very 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 hard to watch and Kara yeah. just becomes more withdrawn into herself with every single thing Abram yeah. says to her and, and it was really upsetting yeah, she says that she can't deal with uh with the, us when they're not on the same page so it's like I think for Kara like her being on this with him it just like made it like way harder for her yeah, and, I mean, she talks about that a little bit later, but, you know, this is something that she wants so badly, and I'm sure she had this, like, vision of what this game was going to be yeah. like for her. I still feel like this is, like, I mean, I think this is her, like, champion season, and I don't, I mean, at this point, maybe I was wrong, but I still, I hope, I mean, I don't know, like, I'm not, like, a huge Carmaria fan or anything, but I'm like, oh, I think she should win eventually. <clears throat> I'm not a huge Carmaria <laughs> fan either, but, like, it's her time, like, she... I feel like she should have gone farther on free agents for sure. Yeah, you know that poor broken hand. Oh my god, <laughs> that was really hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, yeah, it's it's then you know the commercial breaks keep happening and they we'll get to the after show later, but they keep showing a lot of like really intense clips from the after show between takes, which kind of just like the whole the whole episode's overshadowed by this like intense like encounter that happens at. It was really it was really ominous and I think like even if you're listening to this you can probably tell by the way that Keith and I are even speaking about it that this was a serious episode like this was not like the the usual like girls in bikinis and boys doing the twists like fun <laughs> antics of the challenge like this was yeah. a really serious episode and it was it was really hard for me to watch yeah it's it get I mean and it just continues on then they they they're on the way to the challenge and so there's like a bunch of confrontations that happen on the bus ride there yeah. when Abram calls out Thomas and Stephen because he wants Carmaria to know that they don't have their back so he wants them to say out loud that they don't. It was so awkward. Abram like got up on in front of everyone in the bus and basically was like, "Did you make a promise to anybody, Stephen?" And Stephen says, "No." So then Abram's like, look, Kara, they don't have your yeah. backs. And it was just so childish. And then uh, Vince is in the background smiling. Yeah, Vince <laughs> is always in the background smiling. Yeah. Um, and then Kara and Abram start fighting about Johnny, and Johnny says, Johnny jumps in, excuse me, John, John jump, whatever John. you want to say. Johnny Bananas <laughs> jumps in and is like, to Jamie, like, you, I told you to control your cousin. Yeah. Which is absolutely ridiculous, implying that, you know, Jamie needs to be the one to control Kara. Kara made all of her own decisions. Yeah. But also, you know, that's kind of saying, hey, man, you shouldn't have let her do that thing that was bad. Yeah. Which doesn't bode well for her in terms of Abram hearing that. Yeah, I'm surprised. It doesn't seem like anyone talked to Kara and Thomas about what was going on while it was happening. Like, everyone just was watching and like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It was just, like, bizarre. Usually you see someone talking about it, but... To, like, Kara. Like, I'm surprised, like... I mean, I guess maybe people don't hang out with Kara that much. That's why they wouldn't talk to her about it, because she's not close with a lot of people. But yeah. seemingly, we never really know. No. But, um, I don't know. It's just weird that no one said anything to them. But no one knew Abram was going to come anyway. But still, like... Yeah. I and don't know. Shani brings up something, too, when he's like, you know, would you rather, would you rather, like, talk about it now, or would you rather him find out in six months? And I think, like, a lot of people in the house are probably kind of, like, this is their business that they have to deal with in the future. Yeah. And, like, you know, nothing that you say to them, like, right now is going to, like, make a difference. Right. It's It gets crazy. 
Um, it ends with Abram just laughing in the front of the bus after he caused all this arguing between everyone. It was so bizarre. <laughs> it like he he just like laughs so much, yeah. but like everything that's happening around him is is Everyone's just like, awful Ugh. things. Yeah, everyone's freaking out. Um, but then we then this brings us to the actual challenge because the show is called the challenge, not Cara and Maria's <laughs> the dissolving of their relationship. No, it's actually called hand me down. <laughs> <laughs> So, Where they're suspended 650 feet in the air. I've, I'm glad that you wrote down that I figure. And so <laughs> it's it, like the tallest building in Turkey or something. Oh, I think they said that. I the could more be you wrong. Know. Um, so let me know if I'm wrong. <laughs> so there's like this platform suspended apparently 650 feet above the mm-hmm. ground, and there are it looked like eight or something ropes yeah. hanging in between. And there's two a platforms. knot at the top and yeah. a small like um, little donut. Kind of thing. Yeah. For stepping on and then once for holding on to yeah. kind of. That's like a way you can do it. Seemed like the most successful way. Yeah. So you basically just have to like go from rope to rope across across the open air. Yeah. From one platform to the other. And we always forget to do this. But we sh- we, we meant to always talk about what, how well we think we would do in these challenges. And I would probably be so, 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 so scared. But I would try, I think. Well, of course, Anissa didn't try, she and didn't TJ try. was so disappointed. He was just like, "There's no quitting. Like you're being ridiculous." And I know Keith that you value TJ, so you would probably. I would try. try. I would be so scared if I fell though. Well, your heart so is scared. In. I don't care. But the way that Kellyanne did it made me think like I probably might be able to do it because she just did it slow. Like a lot yeah. of people were doing it too fast. I think like just jump, like trying to jump across it basically. Yeah. And grabbing a bunch of ropes at once. Like, yeah. I think that's like what Mitch did, and he kind of like got mixed up and fell. Yeah, he didn't know which one matched. His feet to his hands. Yeah, so. And then Vince, like, tried to swing almost like a monkey. Yeah. Uh, I think I would do really well because I'm yeah. not that afraid of heights. But also, like, I feel really comfortable, like, above the ground yeah. in a harness. With I would ropes. take it slow. Yeah. But I think I might be able to complete it, but I would at least attempt it. Well, I think, like, the risk that you run is, like, if you take it too slow and you're too patient, yeah, physically that's better. But then mentally it's kind of like You might be more scared. Yeah. yeah. Well... I'm glad I didn't have to do it. <laughs> Keith and I will do this rope challenge after we go to CrossFit. Report back. Yeah, we'll let you know. Um, but yeah, so um, I wrote down who who actually made it and who didn't. So Anissa did not make it. She didn't even try. She no. was just she's. I think she was only DQ that happened. Yeah, she didn't even like step falling. off the platform. Um, Thomas falls. Kellyanne makes it across. Well, back to Thomas real quick. <laughs> he was like, I ha- I, like I have to win because I don't want to go into the pit. And uh, Abram, the whole time in his one-on-one, is like, die, 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 yeah. drop, you sorry bastard. And it was just very weird. And like, he does drop, so Abram got drop. what he wanted. Yeah. So he's obviously part witch. Yeah. Um, Kellyanne made Kellyanne it. makes it. Abram makes it. Steven, who Jenna calls noodly arms. Um, it's just arms. It's just his arms. And that's what she says. Steven <laughs> makes it across, though. So he, um, you know. Yeah. Contrary to what Jenna says about his newly arms, he was able to make it. I was sad that um, that <laughs> Jenna seems to hate Steven so much because I love Steven <laughs> and I also just like want to be friends with Jenna. And yeah. so in well, my like weird alternate mind universe, yeah. Jenna and I are like friends talking about I'm Steven. Surpri- I would be surprised that she didn't like him though because I always forget her and Thomas were on the same season. And sometimes they talk. Oh, I yeah. see them talking to each other. Oh yeah, we brought that up earlier. I remember in one of the Je- I think in the last episode, Jenna was on the top bunk. And Thomas is on the bottom bunk, and he's like, no, you're not going to go in, Jenna. 
And she's like, no, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, maybe she does. I mean, Jenna's on the market now. We'll talk about that, that more Jenna's later, a so. sweetheart. So maybe she likes his noodly arms. Yeah, I hope that I hope that Thomas and Corey were nice to nice to Jenna. Yeah. I, I don't know. So it seems like the exes on that season um, didn't interact too much with the main cast. Besides their, you know, pertained exes. who they were with. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> Bananas does make it, obviously, because he does everything right. Uh, Mitch does not. Poor Angel falls. Corey he gets says, all mixed up. <laughs> he does get all mixed up. But Corey says he looks like one of those cats that's about to drown, which was weirdly true. But also, yeah. Corey, how do you know what a cat looks like when it's about to drown? I don't want to know. I don't want to know either. I don't want to know. Um, Anthony makes it, who seemingly also does everything right, but still doesn't say, doesn't say much. Nope. Um, Vince does not make it because I think he went way, way too fast. He was trying to swing from He also kind of seemingly did not care that he lost at all. He was just kind of laughing. No. I don't know if I believe that he's a very good competitor. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he knows that Johnny's his cousin, so at this in this challenge, he'll do fine. He seems like... This is going to be rude, but this is what this podcast <laughs> is for. this is rude. He seems like he used to be very athletically gifted when he was younger, but now he's, like, a little bit overweight, so he doesn't necessarily, <laughs> like, have the same level of skill, but right. he also still is having trouble admitting to himself that, like, I can't do that anymore. Right. I can see that. That's, does... my, that's my read on Vince. That wasn't that rude. I mean, I think it's pretty... It seems pretty obvious he's not in as good a shape as he once was. <laughs> um, Corey makes it, and he does a great job. I think he does. He seemingly does it faster than anyone. Well, he is a personal trainer, so this yeah. kind of and like ropes this very like gym thing, like yeah. a big gym thing. So I, this would be totally for him. Yeah, so good for him. And then Kara goes, and she makes it across and wins it for the red team because um, the blue team lost too many people. Yeah, like she was at that point, like she, she was going to be the one. But she even said, um, she was kind of like, I don't want to win because I don't want my cousin to go in. Because actually, if the red team didn't win, she would be safe no matter what. Because the, if the blue team won, then they wouldn't have to put a guy in. And since her bloodline's a guy, she would be safe no matter what. Yeah. So she was kind of like, I don't want to win. But also, I, I don't think Cara's kind of one to throw a challenge. No. She's too, um, you know. She She's works hard for these kind of things. So yeah. I believe that She's she would She's a good girl. That. She's a good girl. Well, kind of, but... Hmm. We'll get back to that later. <laughs> um, and then the, um, TJ says that, um, you know, red team wins, congrats. And then TJ <laughs> says, tomorrow you can tell me who's going home. So they get, like, they get to sleep on it. Yeah. I don't know why that was made to be, like, a thing we even had to know. But no. <laughs> but thanks, <laughs> but TJ. But they get to sleep on it because the, the next morning um, uh, the blue team goes and someone nominates themselves once again. Mike. Uh, Mike nominates himself because he just wants to do something. Yeah. Because he didn't get to do the rope thing yesterday, so. Um, in the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> actually yesterday. No, it was like yesterday. Like yesterday, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, well, Mike wants to at least do something. And I think he wants to prove to his team that he's like a good competitor because they yeah. haven't seen anything. Which I totally understand. Yeah. For sure. But I actually... Like, I understand wanting to prove yourself, but I don't necessarily know if throwing yourself into the pit is the best way to do that. Well, Abram seems to be all for him doing that. Yeah, and then Abe, Abe says that he wants Stephen and Thomas to go against them because he wants to send them home. Yeah, and then Thomas says that he wants Jamie to go in, which is Kara's bloodline, and so she goes right back to him and says, well, fine, I want Stephen now. Yeah, so, I mean, basically Kara was just kind of like, hedging on actually going against Thomas until Thomas is basically like, well, I'll throw your bloodline in. And then Kara's like, 
thank you for making it so easy for me. Now I can throw you in, which yeah. is like stupid. Well, but the whole situation was stupid. Yeah, that's car logic. Yeah. And then Abram's running around being like, like, looks like you don't have, like, he's just being really sarcastic and immature. Yeah, and, and then Tom storms off with a red face. Yeah, Tom, Tom was, like, so mad. He was like, this whole thing is stupid. Yeah, he calls him immature. Yeah. Um, which he, this is only the first time of many he calls him immature <laughs> for the re- the remaining, like, whatever, 20 minutes of this episode. I should have kept a tally, to be honest. Yeah, he just keeps saying it. Um, Abram's being wild. Abram's like, you weren't watching me fall yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fair enough. <laughs> and Bananas is laughing because yeah. he got his way, as he always seems to. Yeah, so the red team votes for Steven to go in and the blue team votes for Mike to go in since he volunteered. Uh, Thomas says, honestly, screw you, Abram, you need to leave in his interview. And, you know, Johnny gets everything he wants. Yeah. He pits, by divulging this information, he pits Abram versus Kara and Abram versus Thomas. And Thomas versus Kara destroys the alliance, as you said earlier, and remains safe for another week. Yeah. Also, like, getting some of these some of these people out of his way. It would have it actually would have been fantastic if Thomas and Steven sent Abram home mm. because then that's like Johnny's main compet- competition. But also it's not bad for him to send home Thomas and Steven either because um you know, that's just like another person he doesn't have to worry about yeah. making it to the and final. And also that's like um they he's part of Corey's alliance and I think I feel like Corey yeah. is Corey and Mitch are like their other the other people who are the Power possibility players. of, like, maybe beating them in something. Yeah. I mean, I, I predicted that Thomas and Seymour were going to go far just because I don't necessarily think that they're physically threatening. So they're not, like, somebody that you're yeah. gunning for the whole time. But They did go pretty far. He, they went pretty he, far. Thomas went farther than he did last season. So, yeah. Um, which was not far at all. No, it was uh, the first episode. So. <laughs> um, another cute thing that happened was Stephen um, Stephen cries in his one-on-one about how he wants to just do good for his brother. Uh, yeah. Well, he starts to cry. So, I don't know if we see it. Finally, but... Stephen gets his 45 seconds. Yeah. And it was everything that I hoped for and more. Like, there's this cute, there's this cute clip of, like, them talking about, like, tomorrow. And Stephen... Or Thomas says to Stephen, like, you just need to come through in clutch like you did in beer pong. Which, <laughs> like, guys, invite me to play beer pong. Also, people who say clutch. I know. It's, can't. Maybe it's just, like, not a California thing or something, but... I don't know what that word is, even. Well, I mean, yeah. If anyone out there wants to school me on whatever clutch means, please do. <laughs> I know about driving. I, can... I mean, I guess I know what a clutch is. Yeah. I think clutch is supposed to mean, like, oh, like... I don't know. We'll talk about that on our etymology podcast. Yeah. Um, we'll get back to you. Um. But yeah, Stephen, like, almost crying, saying he just wants to do it for Tom is just so, so cute. Oh, very cute. Um, but also, this is when the, like, little inner commercial thing aired. Oh, which yeah, what was, was it? It was Johnny Bananas doing a fake, like, how-to video on how to do your hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was, like, straightening oh, it. Who would have thought he puts any time into his hair? Like, he no. always has a bandana on it. Also, it just, like, always looks, like, messy, like he just rolled out of bed. But it turns out that it's a lot of work. That's, like, a residual metrosexual thing from, like, 2004. Well, that is Johnny's Johnny's his era. golden age. Yeah, he's yeah. not that young. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Who flat irons their hair besides Ryan Seacrest, right? Isn't that, like... A joke. Yeah, I feel like girls don't even <coughs> flat iron their hair anymore. It's all about that subtle curl. I certainly don't. No, you don't. I don't even brush my hair. <laughs> um, 
But then, yeah, then we go to the elimination day, and today's elimination is great, and it's called Homewrecker. Uh, Very I apt, s- of course. <laughs> I was just like, is, was this all planned? Like, it's cra- that's crazy. Who knows? But Vince also points out that it's ironic. Vince, so. who's our moral compass of the season, apparently. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, t- he tells the truth. I'm going to say we have no moral compass. <laughs> My, our moral compass is, is, you know, you know when you take out a compass and it's not calibrated and it's like, hee It's, a, it's just that's spinning this, out of control. That's the season's moral wow. compass. <laughs> yeah, so it's called Home Wrecker. Basically, they have to, um, they have a sledgehammer and a couple other tools, but I think they only use a sledgehammer more or less. Well, there's a... There's like a crowbar and yeah. something else. I don't know what it is. But they basically have to crush all the furniture in this room, which includes... Portraits, which among things is the cast of Free Agents. Yes. A portrait of TJ. Yes. From a past season. And the backpack scene with CT holding um, bananas. <gasps> I didn't even see yeah, that. I took a screen cap. Johnny so, backpack. Yeah, Johnny backpack. I took a screen cap. We could put oh. that on the tumbler. <laughs> I, I, yes, please. Um, but yeah, so they have to break the whole entire room and fit it through a small hole. Yeah, there's like an ottoman and a chair and like some side tables and stuff. It's like basically like a little set of a living room. Yeah. And, and the hole looks like it's about a foot by a foot. Yeah, so you gotta crush it pretty small. There's one, there's like, I think the hardest thing is probably that like stuffed chair in there. Yeah. Which you really have to kind of break down. Yeah, it was like good it was like an armchair there's yeah. a lot of furniture a lot of a lot of heft to that furniture <laughs> and before it starts um abram is like screaming like a wild person and his nose randomly starts to bleed well he was just so amped i don't know like that's like i guess that's a thing that your nose can just start bleeding i mean you know we don't know how dry the air in turkey is but it might maybe it was that yeah or he's a cocaine addict it could be either one i don't know I kind of, I mean, I could see that, but I kind of don't think it's cocaine, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, he was yeah. hyped. I mean, that was, and obviously you can't bring drugs on the challenge. Yeah. People have been kicked off for that before. Before it even started. But Abram probably doesn't need anything to get, because he's like, psychotic. Yeah, he's just, maybe it's just in his blood. But you could um, see, like, Thomas and Steven were just, like, rolling their eyes at the hole. He called him immature again, I think, like, twice. Yeah, he said, uh, y'all are two grown adults, you can calm the fuck down. Because also, also to note, Abram eats the blood that's coming out of his nose, too. After well, he you've also never rubs done it that? over his face. I mean... <laughs> just joking. I mean, well, we won't get into that. <laughs> um, also, in the background, Jenna and Brianna are just spinning around for some reason. Which Jenna also, um... On her Twitter, <laughs> because I was trying to do a deep dive, Jenna also um, answers someone's question, like, why were you spinning? And she's like, I don't know. I guess there was some reason for it. She, so she responds to someone's question about them spinning. But it's very cute. <laughs> she's cute. Jenna's her cute. Her Brianna are just spinning. No one knows why. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, Steven does terrible. Yeah, it looked at first like he was starting to, like, strategize, where he was, like, trying to break up the harder stuff first, maybe, like, save his energy. But, you know, the thing is, Thomas does have noodly arms, and Mike, I think, <laughs> works in construction. Yeah, him and Abram, I think, are both, like, they work contractors in... Contractors or something? contractors, so... Yeah. And Mike definitely has an advantage in this, so who would have thought? Yeah, I mean, Mike um, has a huge strength advantage. He has a huge, just, like, a basic knowledge advantage. Like, he... You can see it from the beginning. He aims at the, like, joints of the furniture to break it down, and yeah. Steven is, like, you know... Just hitting whatever. Yeah. He just doesn't know, which, I mean... Steven's also holding a sledgehammer wrong, which... I think Thomas says he holds it upside down. Yeah, at one point. And he also is, like, using... He's holding it too high on the handle, and 
I I have to say, not impressive because you know that there's going to be a challenge where you have to swing something on yeah. the show. Like learn how to use a hammer, a sledgehammer, whatever. Remember when Zach? Yeah, he couldn't do it either. That was Battle of the X's, I think. That was last season. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so Zach couldn't use a sledgehammer. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Ugh, poor guy. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently one prerequisite to challenges is learn how to use a sledgehammer well. I'll make a list, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll come up with something after this season. Um, but yeah, Steven does terrible. Mike kind of easily wins. Yeah. And um, uh, Abram headbutts him, and I think he didn't see it coming. He looked kind of shocked at that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good for Mike for winning. Yeah, um, he, he. I don't hate Mike. I just hate Abram. Yeah, I don't know if... Um, I. What do you think about Steven coming back? Do you think he has um, staying power, power in the challenges, or do you think Thomas is going to be the staying power twin? I mean, I think that Thomas is going to be the staying power twin because Steven literally said nothing the whole time. Yeah. But I think that it was probably a really fun experience for the two of them to do together. Right. Definitely. Um, when he gets when he when they leave, I think Thomas says you should construct your relationship back together. Yeah. <laughs> to Abram in the one well not salty. to Abram but yeah they're a little salty, deservedly so. Yeah. Um, but that's not when the show ended. The show actually there's, more. there's a lot more. So there's there's cameras everywhere. It's the challenge house. It's a reality TV show. There's cameras everywhere. And just because you're not mic'd up doesn't mean that those cameras don't have a mic. I.e. Zach when he called the girls donkey or whatever. Oh my god, yeah. Last season. We'll we'll find a clip of that for last (laughs) season. Put it on the Tumblr. But, um, you know, just because you don't have your mic on doesn't mean, like, what you say isn't going to get used. And um, so Tom, or sorry, Kara is sitting on the top bunk talking with Jamie. It's obviously nighttime because it's like the nighttime fishing cameras. And she basically says, like, I really want to win, but Abram being here is a distraction, and I was going to leave him when I got home. It's an unhealthy relationship, and she's crying. Yeah. And that's kind of what they, like, leave the show out on. And it's a really upset, like, once again, really upsetting episode, really upsetting note to leave on. Like, you, you, everything that you saw in this episode was evidence of how... Kara is like not okay. Yeah. And unfortunately, then we shift into the after show. So it does not end. It just amplified that. It gets even worse. It got way worse. Because they watched the episode together, Abram and Kara Maria. And apparently he wasn't supposed to be in her room, but he like wanted to go in her room. And maybe she was like, I don't want him in my room. And then he was like throwing a fit. And then he was in her room. And then he watched the episode with her. And he was like, kind of shocked yeah i mean like this week's after show the handling of it was really meta um you know logistically they they filmed the after show a couple days before the episode airs so that they can show it right after right but the cast members who are guests it looks like get to watch the episode in the green room before before they or their dressing rooms before they go on so they have you know the relevant notes of what to talk talk about and like, as Keith said earlier, this whole week MTV was, like, teasing what was going to happen on this after show by showing a clip of Abram just, like, standing in the hallway screaming. Yeah. And, like, nonsensical. And security having to be, like, step back, step back. Yeah. Security was extremely calm. Um, but, like... Abram was not. No, he wasn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Abram, like, str- like, finally proves that he's calm enough to, like, go sit with Carr to watch the end of this episode. And they're watching, like, the part of the elimination. And, like, they're showing, like, us on the after show. They're showing us this, like, behind-the-scenes, like, green room view of, like, what 
happens before they tape the after show. Yeah. And it's it's really weird to watch Abram and Kara watch this episode unfold because, yeah. you know, Abram... They're very obviously talking about, like, what is actually what actually happened to them right before she left and all these things. Like, you just did my laundry and left me a note. Like, I don't, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and... Like, he seems very, really... Really very shocked. Yeah, because, I mean, he hears the part where Kara says, like, to Jamie that she was going to leave Abram. And Abram was like, what? Like, what? Like, It's so weird. And then Kara is just kind of like, I do love you, but it's hard for me to let you go. And we're essentially watching them have this crazy, um, like, about-to-break-up conversation. And then they have to get pulled onto the after-show stage. Carmen has to go sit up there with Thomas, and they get are getting asked questions by Zuri about, like, uh, what attracted you to Thomas? And, and Carmen is like, do you want, like, do you want someone to die tonight? Like, she's, like, so, like, not down to answer these questions right now. No, it was, it was, it was so uncomfortable. Kara was obviously uncomfortable, like, you could tell that she views Abram as, like, some sort of physical threat, whether it be to her or to Thomas. Um, and even, it didn't seem like Thomas even really knew how, like, I think he noticed that she was acting weird, but like, he seemed kind of caught off guard because she was just like, hey. Yeah. And he was like, hey, how's it going? How's Abram? Like, he just, like, didn't even know. I mean, he's probably never actually experienced her like that. Like, yeah. how many days was Abe in the house before Thomas left? It could have been three days. Yeah. It could have been four days. You know, so like the car Marie that he got to know was largely apart from Abe. Yeah. It was just really weird. Abram also like puts Kara on the spot to like say something in front of the cameras, like, oh, here's your chance to like actually say something good about me and not have everyone think that you like hate me since the cameras are rolling. Yeah. And she doesn't because she's quiet because she's scared and like, you know, she's fall- folding back into herself. Yeah. And he like calls her out in front of the cameras. It's so weird. So then Zuri's like, well, what really happened? And, like, Zuri Hall, like, really cemented it for me in this this episode that I hate her <laughs> as the after show host. Kara says that they made out. A lot. A lot. <clears throat> and that, like, she, she, then she went into this, like, weird thing where she's like, all I do is, like, hang out with the horses and go to the kickboxing gym. Like, I finally felt pretty again. And, like, it made me feel really sad for Kara. Like. Yeah. I don't know, like, I like I think I mentioned it in, our, in the last episode where, like, Anissa did this interview with AfterBuzz and she said that they're comfortably miserable and miserably comfortable with each other, Car Maria and Abram. So, um, yeah, they're, it's, it seems like a hard relationship. They've been together a while, it seems. If they've been together since they were on Cutthroat, that was, like, years ago. It was, like, five years ago, so, six years ago. I don't know. It was, it's, it was hard. It was really hard to watch that. And if at some point, Abram says, you can have her to, to Thomas, Thomas. And he's like, I don't want her. And I was just like, ugh, this is so, like, mean. Yeah. Like, I don't like Cara that much, like, on these shows. But she's still, like, a person. Like, ever people deserve respect. Like, she doesn't kill anyone. No. And, you know, Abram says, like, Cara deserves to be tossed out by Thomas. And, like, he keeps on saying, like, all these things. Like, you should feel bad. And, like, you're a bad person. But I don't think that the issue is as black as as black and white as they're all making it out to be like I obviously don't like cheating I've like said it before but you know in terms of coming from Kara's point of view I think that this was an opportunity for her to do something outside of her and Abram's relationship that might also in some way 
give her or him an excuse to break up because I think that she's found it so hard to get away from him, as she keeps saying, yeah. before. And if there's something concrete you can point at to be like, look, I did this thing, like now we have to break up because whatever. Like maybe that's what she was looking for. And yeah. I feel like really, really sorry for her. Like the yeah. way that she was treated on the after show by MTV and Abram was completely uncalled for. I, mean, I talked to you about it, so I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if she never did another show. Cause like, that's, I feel like she was really exploited. I, yeah, I think that she was totally exploited. So I kind of hope that she wins because at this point I feel like she deserves the money and to just like get to do whatever <laughs> yeah. she wants. She deserves a good a hero's ex. Well, not not a hero's exit at this point, but you know, like, she deserves to come out on top at something. I hope I know. All best of luck to her and yeah. Abram and whatever they're doing. Yeah. I don't think he's an evil person either. I think he doesn't know how to control his emotions. I think they both were hurting each other. Yeah, and so hopefully. It, they can stop and just like maybe try and find some solace apart from each other. Yeah. But well, we can wrap that up. Yeah. It was a very weird, weird week. It was so weird. But uh, luckily next week, we have a lot to look forward to. <laughs> Daddy's home. Daddy is home. CT is back in some form. And Zach. Back. Yeah. We don't know what, what's up with that. No, um, I did read on, um, like, some news source, they're probably wrong with They're like, another team joins the battle. And I was like, oh my god, do you think they're going to actually be in it? I don't think they are, but I was like, oh my god, that would be crazy. But also very unfair. Well, I was thinking, because I've been thinking about this a lot, like, maybe they all just, like, do a challenge and, like, there's money at stake. Like, back in the old days, there used to be money at stake when you won an individual, like, epi per episode challenge. Yeah. And so maybe they're going to do that, and it's going to be, like, for Medgift or something, yeah. which is uh, DM Brown's foundation. Yeah, because um, DM's sister is coming in with CT, mm -hmm. um, which seems great. But, yeah, so we do have a silver lining to this whole so, thing, yeah. which was seeing CT's beautiful baby blues <sighs> Can't for wait. a split second. And the, apparently him and Vince seem to get in a com confrontation. It seemed like it's about something that was in like the past before both of them were on MTV. So. I mean, Johnny Backpack is really relevant in our minds recently. So, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. Um, very excited. Yeah, I'm really excited um, too. In other news. Yeah. Um, Let's Zach, do it. Zach and Jenna apparently broke up. So Zach from uh, Zach, Real World San Diego 2. Yeah. Um, previously a... John A. <laughs> previously of John A. Previously of Ashley Kelsey from that season. Ugh. Previously of Ashley Feldman from Real World New Orleans, too. All true facts, Keith yeah. is saying right now. Just so everyone knows his track record. It's um, not fantastic. Yeah, but apparently they broke up. Not sure what happened, um, but I think there's cheating evolved. According to Brianna... On Twitter. Someone asked her, um, who's a bigger cheater, Jay or Zach? And Jay was, of course, Jenna's ex yeah. from Real World Explosions. Jay's the one who got her onto this whole thing. <laughs> Put her on the MTV map. The only good thing he's probably ever done yeah, for her. Thank you, Jay. That's the only thing that I'll thank you for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they apparently broke up and... Um, yeah, so I'm not sure what's happening with that. Um, I think Jenna posted something like, what goes around comes around. She's actually said, um, the thing about them tables is they turn. Yeah, yeah. Jenna always, if, if you guys don't follow Jenna on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter, I suggest you start. She is a lovely presence. Yeah. Yeah. We She's, don't just like blindly say, I love Jenna, based on like her performance and who she is on the TV show. But we, we love can. We love Jenna for all of the reasons. <laughs> yeah. She's great. She really is. Um, 
Yeah, so they broke up apparently. So we'll see what happens with that. I wonder. I still we still don't understand where Zach's place in this is, um, in the challenges. I'm not sure if it has to do with the whole like reason why CT and DM sister are there, but we will see next week. Yeah, Jenna seems very very surprised to see him. From what we can tell, how MTV is editing the previews, and she says something about rumors. So apparently, um. Yeah, they're in a bed kissing with each other in, like, the main preview for this season. Um, what was I going to say? It was something about Zach. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember. Is it, like, how they're, like, Barbie and Ken? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what Sarah called them last season. Um, Zach's very handsome, very mean. He's um, a he's his, a handsome boy his, who's never been told that he's actually mean. His Twitter banner is, like, a bald eagle and the star-spangled, like... No, like, our flag, the U.S. flag, and a bald eagle, which is just, like, really crazy. Yeah. I wonder who he's going to vote for in the general election. I don't want to know. I don't think he's... Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to give him too much credit. I, you know, if you have a Twitter banner of a bald eagle in front of the American you flag... You America. You should vote. If you aren't voting and that's your Twitter banner, then I wouldn't call you an American. I mean, I'll think, I think he's going to vote. I just don't think he's going to vote for um, Someone, Donald Trump. Donald Trump's the worst, man. But, um, so. Maybe he'll vote for Ted Cruz, whoever. I don't even know that like side of the world. It's just not... <laughs> I don't really know the Republican side yeah, of this country. I, don't even, I mean, I don't know anything. Yeah, I mean, we could hypothesize about who all of the challenge contestants are going <laughs> to vote for forever, but... We'll... Who, do you, who do you think votes for Nader all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, let's see... Who's a weirdo? Probably Sarah Rice. Probably Sarah Rice. Yeah. No, she probably votes for Bernie. I bet she loves Bernie Sanders. Also, other... Um, other fun, like, outside of the current challenge news, um, on the Brain Candy podcast, which if you guys don't listen to, I suggest it because it's very fun, and it's hosted by Susie Meister, who's a challenge champion, and she's from, um, she from the Road Rules, like, Down, Down Under, Under, like, a long, a long time ago. She's great. And Sarah Rice, who is the reigning challenge champion right now from Battle Access 2, and from the Real World Brooklyn, which is a great season. It, it, it's a great um, season. Very underrepresented on the challenges. Yeah. Because um, I feel like they all actually have lives. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, the, um, they're, on their podcast, they're talking about cults and they're talking about features of narcissists. <laughs> and one was like, um, you think you, that you're better than people. And they talked about who they thought that they were better than on challenges. Because I feel like um, it made sense. Well, when they were talking about they're like, oh, when you come in as like um, a veteran, you always think you're better than people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Susie was like, I think I'm better than um, Siobhan. <laughs> she does say Siobhan's a really, really nice girl, but come on. Uh, I, I would agree, though. I do yeah. think Susie's better than Siobhan. I think we're all better I than Siobhan. Yeah, like, I mean, I think I'm better than Siobhan, but I don't think I'm better than Susie. Yeah, Susie's great. She's, um, you know, she's, a, she's kind of like, um, physically she's great, but she's like a strategic, like, champ. Like well, she, she, um, she does have a PhD. <laughs> she does have a PhD. She's very smart. She has a class that she's teaching online you can take for $5 or something. <laughs> um, I forget what it's called. But yeah, listen to their podcast. It's funny. And then so Sarah's was a little more um, interesting. She said that she thinks that she's better than someone like Emily. Um, and she's referring to Emily Fitzpatrick from um, The Real Cancun. Uh, also known as Emily. <laughs> Emily, because there's two E's at the end of her name for some reason. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, 
Susie thinks she's talking about Emily Schramm, who's from DC, who's a, who's like who's a, a challenge champ. Yeah, like, and she's she's true, like all like around. a fitness star. Now. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, no, 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 not that Emily, obviously, because she's great. Um, and then she said, actually, she takes it back. I know I'm better than Naya. And then they go through <laughs> the next like 15 minutes talking about how Naya is a bully. Naya is a bully. Naya is a bully. She was she really tore into Sarah last season in some like crazy, not fair, mean things. Do you know why I don't like Naya? Why? Because she loves LeBron James and really doesn't like the Golden State Warriors. Mm. And I'm a Warriors fan through and through. Yeah. From the womb to the grave, <laughs> I will would bleed make... blue. <laughs> yeah, I just said that. That would uh, that would make you not like a person. Yeah, yeah, every she like reposts like stuff about like stuff and Aisha Curry on Instagram, and she's like always reluctant to be like cutest fan, but also like you know whatever. Yeah, she's um, I like I like love Naya for her entertainment value. I want her to be like a really great competitor, but I don't think she applies herself enough. I want her to be a better person than she is. And I she do just want isn't. her to be a better. She says things. It's like. It's like the book I read about Courtney Love, where everyone's like, if you're a fan of Courtney Love, you constantly have to, like, go to bat for her and just be like, I know she did that, but <laughs> I know she did that too, but it's the same thing. Yeah. If you're a fan of Naya, you, you constantly have to go to bat <laughs> like, for but her. Remember, she made the whole entire Portland season good, but they're like, well, that's because she physically attacked two people with a hairdryer. And you're like, yeah. But, I mean, I know that was bad, but... It wasn't really her fault the dog pooped on the floor. Like, seriously? (laughs) That is totally a point of contention because Portland was boring AF until Naya got there. Yeah. And MTV knew it. And that's why they brought her. Because they they, knew that she was going to cause trouble. Actually, I will say this, that um, the very first real world twist was Hurricane Naya. Fair. Accurate. Because the whole season before she came, they were like leading up to Hurricane Maya, Mm -hmm. which I was like, that is so weird. She's the only human twist. Um, (laughs) What was the season before Portland? I don't know, St. Thomas. Oh, St. Thomas. That was a really boring season, No wonder they needed to start the twist. Yeah. Well, so, you know, a lot of people, I feel like, are like, why does it need to have a gimmick? Watch St. Thomas. Yeah, and you'll see why. The only good thing about that was Murray... I love Murray still. So. That was a beat for me where I like specifically did not say anything because I don't care about Murray. Wow. Yeah. Oof. She was supposed to be on this season, by the way. Oh, great. So we really missed Good out on that one. Instead, we got Christina and her stepsister. <laughs> so thanks Too, a lot. I'm sorry. A blonde replaces a blonde. <laughs> Do I ju- care? <laughs> Marie's not just a blonde, but we'll we'll talk we'll we'll talk about this another time. Also, closing statements. Anything anything you want to say? Um, all I have to say is I miss you, Nani. Yeah. You know, this was a really tough episode, not just because of, like, all of the weird emotional stuff that happened, but also there was no amazing, beautiful Nani to carry us through. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what, a, like, a challenge post-Nani is just not a challenge to me. No, it really isn't. I I love Nani so much, and I hope that she's back soon. I think she will be. <laughs> yes, she will definitely be on the next well, season. We will so. t- we'll talk about that in probably a few episodes. Well, you know, next week in our next episode, we will bring our like joy and spark yeah. back. Hopefully we'll have some more exciting and not so depressing and serious things to talk Hashtag to you about. Hashtag daddy's home. Hashtag daddy's home. That will be the name of the episode. Thank you. When you need to find that episode, you can find us on Twitter. It's at Daniela Devera. That's me. And at Keith Natali. That's Keith. That's me. 
And um, our SoundCloud is killin-it-podcast. You can listen and subscribe on iTunes. Search for Killin' It. Keith and I both have links in our Twitter bios. And please leave a review and yeah. rate it. Comment, if, rate. If yeah. you have anything to say, if you don't agree with Dee Dee not liking Marie, please tell her. <laughs> yeah, if you disagree with Keith actually liking Marie or have anything to say about Naya, I knew I threw some stuff down, uh, please let or us know. if you know. have anything to say about the Warriors. Yeah, um, don't say anything about the Warriors. I'll get really mad. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week.